0: All right, all right, hello and welcome to the first episode of Analytical Presentations for AFRAS 260. I'm your host, Gabrielle Harris, and on today's episode we talked about the female protagonist, more specifically the black female protagonist, and how it's traditionally portrayed in science fiction versus how Nanetti Okorafor embeds diverging layers of strength in her protagonist in Kabu-Kabu. Let's get into it. Especially in fiction, we tend to see women portrayed as the frail damsel in distress, or the over-sexualized beauties, or sometimes even the loner. But in Kabu, Ogrefor made sure to give each protagonist their own passion and their own sense of self. And in these stories, we might highlight as we go through in Kabu Kabu and dissect these characters, you may find that it's typically the women who do the saving. There are some common elements. In the stories that i did pick out to emphasize a motif that i found in more than one story the first one being the abused saving their abusers and in kabu kabu you may find that it's not uncommon for the main female character to be abused for them to have to suck it up rise above and go and save their abusers who have done so much to them because of the kinship that they have with them because they're such good people because they're black women for example spider the artist this one was very interesting because it was not the kind of abuse that is common in other kabukabu stories which would be the physical abuse, verbal abuse but in this one, her mother was physically and probably probably verbally abused, it didn't say, but I'm assuming those go hand in hand with each other. But after the main character's father got the arm, he turned very dark and his thoughts were consumed with technology and the Americans and how he can get revenge on what he's lost on who took his arm from him. But because of this, and his mind was so consumed with all of the revenge-seeking emotions, he really was emotionally electing his daughter. Yet, she still cares about him it may seem it's almost like it's expected of the female character in this situation to be a ride or die or ten toes down or whatever you want to say but she doesn't have to do what she did she didn't have to go and convince him not to risk the lives of hundreds of people for oil. No matter how valuable that oil is, people could die in an instant. And she took it upon herself to go and save the person that was her abuser. Even though he had some issues mentally, He was still neglecting his daughter and the fact that she saved him and others, I think really attests to the solidarity of a black woman. Same thing with Spider the Artist. She was physically abused by her husband and she used her guitar and the zombie as an escape She used it as a way out of the reality that she was actually living in. And as soon as he figured out that she was even close, like friends or anything with this zombie, he turned on her immediately. Didn't ask any type of question. It was nothing. He just saw it and he left. She knew that the artificially intelligent being, the zombie, was going to do what it was programmed to do. It was going to go kill whoever was on the pipeline at the time. She still chose to go and save her abuser after he voiced that he wanted nothing to do with her ever again, and that she was just like the Americans, just like the colonizers. She was in cahoots. He even said, my own wife, you're just like them, when he saw her with the zombie. And he repeatedly hurt her without explanation. Not that there's a good enough reason to do that but he didn't even give an explanation, no reasoning, no nothing. He was miserable, so he made her miserable too. Yet she still tried to save his life. It's almost unreasonable how... how expected it is of the black woman to be a ride or die for whoever they have an association with in those past two cases their abuser same with winds of harmattan asuko and winds of harmattan she was constantly looked over degraded because of how she looked they didn't like that she had never been circumcised, never been to the fattening shed. They didn't like her locks. They didn't like anything about her. And even when she defied all of their expectations, she defied all odds, they still found a way to tear her down because of jealousy. She was good at what she did. As soon as her husband thought, had an inkling of any idea that she was cheating on him, he, his emotions flipped. He let what his father was saying about his wife infiltrate his mind and dictate his actions. This could have been based on the hearsay or it could have actually been what he felt deep down about his own wife once her husband believed that he was cheating on her he would not let her fly even though that's something she doesn't necessarily control while she's sleeping he tied her to the bed the language used in Winds of Harmatan suggests that he also raped her while she was tied to the bed multiple times. And she said that she mentally left while that was happening. Based on that, that was not consensual, which is also abuse. And even when he did all that to her multiple times, repeatedly, When he fell ill, she was there for him because she's a good person. She bathed him. She fed him. She chewed his food for him. Then for him to turn around and then accuse her of trying to murder him is unbelievably disloyal because if she really wanted to kill him she could have she would have just killed him and the fact that she continued to be there for him and heal him nurse him back to life for him to turn that around on her and call her a witch and then have her be murdered by the council is the exact opposite of the characters that Okafor is portraying in Kabu Kabu. But he flipped the switch on her just as fast as the husband in Spider the Artist and just as fast as the dad and the popular mechanic switches it back. And I feel like the flip flop of these. I guess they're abusers, we could call them antagonists. It's it's just such a stark difference than from what the female protagonist, especially the female black protagonist, is portrayed as. It's always the ride or die, full solidarity. Questions may be asked, but she holds it down. You could say that that's been happening for too long i would also agree but i also think that that is a testament to the integrity of a black protagonist of a black female protagonist she often gets the short end of the stick but she stays true to herself no matter the outcome another element that's common in Force Kabu Kabu in terms of the female protagonist is strong maternal figures such as in On the Road. She was a police officer. She has a sense of authority when she's at home. She's strong physically along with mentally. She's brave and she's a female in a predominantly male profession. And in this story, she's staying with her two strong maternal figures, which are her aunt and her grandmother. When she, when she becomes cursed by the black entity, her aunt and her grandmother knew immediately what to do. They, they knew how to fix whatever the black entity was going to break or sever on her they have experience with these and they were confident in their abilities and they knew that they didn't need to scare the main character her name is leaving me right now but they took initiative and they had silent power in that way usually in kabu kabu you notice that The Nigerian mothers, grandmothers, aunties, they always have something to say, and I'm sure that's normal in real life too, but in this situation where their expertise was needed, they knew how to work in silence, and it's not like they left their niece slash granddaughter for dead. They knew they couldn't avoid it, so they had their own power from within, and I really admire that they didn't have to blow it out of proportion, that they knew exactly what to do, that you need this, 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 and this, overwhelming any type of situation. It was sit back, let it play out, I'll fix it, and that's also a form of power that isn't necessarily represented enough, even though it's a common characteristic. Of the black woman when she got her hands cut off in the forest when she was chased to the forest all the women of the village all the women of the area came to help her even though they could have gotten killed or swallowed by the thing themselves they could have been collateral damage but they knew what they needed to do and they executed and the ability to step up in dire situations, the ability to remain solid in unpredictable situations like that is an admirable characteristic for any protagonist, especially a black female protagonist. But Okrafor's female protagonist it has layers. There are many dimensions to it. They have integrity despite whatever they have been through. They have strong morals. They have power from within. In every single one of these stories that I spoke about before, no matter their situation, they had to conjure up power from within to rise above whatever outside forces were trying to bring them down. And that is the epitome of black girl magic. And Nettie Ocrefor really hit the nail on the head with this one.